Pirate Radio is back on the air. It's been a while, guys. It's been about two months now since you've heard our lovely voices uh, on wow. your on has, your iPods. Has it been that long? Yeah, it has been that long. Jeez. Last time we did one was when uh, Steve and I were doing our um, attempt at a cool like March Madness themed thing. Oh, we were doing wow. like comic book characters, and it just didn't work out because um, Steve lives up in Pittsburgh. You know, we're down here in Virginia. Um, but what you know, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna end up. He he, he wrote the entire thing. Like he came up with the storyline, came up with the characters, came up with who win it, who uh, like ends up winning the tournament, and it's an amazing story mm. that he wrote. It's really, really good. What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to end up shelving it, and we're going to save it for next year. Oh man! And we'll just end up like we'll just like build this like over time. One like, year and a uh, one year build up. This yeah, crazy, it'll so. be it'll be huge. But yeah, welcome back, guys. Welcome, 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 welcome to GGR Pirate Radio. I am, as always, Michael Unsford, uh, the editor in chief of GGR. Let me give you the website. It is www dot great geek dot com uh, with me today is Vic Azim uh, Vic is one of our uh, fabled writers he uh, writes under the name uh, Vic Azim I mean so if you need to write that down I'm I'm currently a part timer my my agent has demanded too much money so we're currently in negotiations to see how that goes so. yeah he um like just recently and Vic and I were just talking about this before we started recording LeBron James has his own uh, brand of Sprite in order for Vic to write for GGR he wants his own brand of Mellow Yellow. I told him we could work on that. Um, I gotta have some HGH in it though, also. It's uh, the true LeBron secret. I gotta have some some testosterone, <laughs> some growth hormones. You gotta come out, of, come right out of uh, high school, play for your hometown team, defect, go to another team, and then come back and make it seem like you're coming back. I think it's gonna save the city. I think it's. I'm not, I'm not asking too much. I think that's a small perk to be out of my contract. I think it's more than justifiable. But you know, your own flavor of soda. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a big deal. So we. Um, we were talking at work because Vic works. Uh, Vic and I work in the same lovely corporate environment um, uh, together, and we were talking about. Uh, we're both native uh, DC sports fans. Um, we're both from Woodbridge, actually, originally Woodbridge, Virginia. Um, so we grew up with the DC sports. Many fans. of you know it as Hoodbridge. Well, maybe not. Probably not. But we know it as Hoodbridge or Woodhood. Woodhood. I don't. Woodhood, yeah. I've never heard that one before. Really? No. Uh, you get that a lot on the east side of Woodbridge. So oh, on the east side, it might have been on the west side. Oh, uh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Growing up in Lake Ridge, you know, the yeah. the rich white neighborhood, you know. We it's never cool. heard of we never heard of wo- Woodhood. So you guys were we were the greasers. You guys were the uh, the socials. So. <laughs> the like, sharks, the sharks, and the jets. Yeah. <laughs> like, west Side Story. Yeah. Um, we're both, um, as I was mentioning, we're both DC natives, uh, so to speak. I mean, in Northern Virginia, DC is our closest big city. Yeah. But we're huge sports fans, and we were talking about how right now, uh, which is uh, May the 8th, 2015, uh, is when we were recording this, that two of our sports teams, the uh, Washington Wizards and the Washington Capitals, are both doing moderately well uh, in the playoffs. And actually, I was reading a stat that was really interesting. This year, right now, they are tied for the most combined playoff wins wow. um, since 1998. And that was when the Wizards made the playoffs, uh, or I think they were the Bullets then, is that right? That was probably the uh, the Juwan Howard Chris Webber day. I believe so. Yeah, so, I would have to. I'll have to double check yeah, on that would, one. They would have definitely been the bullets back then. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and um, that was also the year that the uh, Capitals made the Stanley Cup Finals. Wow. Okay. So they've actually gotten more wins. They're or they're tied for the second most number of wins um, as of the Caps win just the other night when they beat the Rangers huh. uh, in Game Four. And right now, I'm ecstatic. I'm a huge Capitals fan. I'm a huge Capitals fan. They are easily my favorite sports team. I've been gr- I've grown up with them. Uh, when I was a little kid, my aunt worked at the old Capital Center, and she used to get me tickets. I used to get to go to the games all the time. Mm. So I've grown up with this team, and I've had my heart broken by them many, many, many times over. Right. And this year, I-, I can't say too much about it because my little brother and I were both huge Capitals fans. And any time that the two of us talk about the Capitals, right. they perform poorly. Huh. Like we went and saw them three games this year, and they sucked every single game. We went to go see them. So you guys need to just cut off contact for like the next until the next until so. they potentially win the Stanley Cup. If they win the Stanley Cup, then we're not allowed to talk about them ever again because apparently that was the secret. Okay. Um, but right now I am just I'm so so happy they're playing really really well. I I'm I'm not going to say anything else. Well, I, me, I don't want to ruin it. I have to ask you. I'm yeah. I'm a pretty big Caps fan. Yeah. But not as big a fan as you. But yeah. let me ask you, just coming into the playoffs, yeah. did this feel? I'll say this. Did this team feel different from years prior? Say like the letdown teams of the past. Do you the, have any kind of different problem, vibe going into it? The problem with the Caps is every year we're sold this bill of goods that this team is different, that this mm. team has done something different, okay. that they're not going to be the same team that lets us down year in and year out. Um, 
and there's this certain amount of like hopeful optimism that that this is the year and then they you know whether it was uh, 2009 or 2010 or 11 or 12 or 13 where they they always tell you that this is a different team and then they just break your heart right. this one does feel a little bit different they've learned a different style of hockey their their coach uh, Barry Trotz has got them playing a tougher brand of hockey another cool stat cuz i love stats is that right now of all of the teams in the uh that are left in the playoffs mm. in, in hockey the caps have 150 more hits wow. than any other team, meaning they're playing a brand of physical hockey that no other team is playing. Uh, that bodes well. And they're up three games to one, so they're just wearing down. Because the Rangers are supposed to be the smaller, faster, quicker team, right? Right. And the Rangers have, have looked at one game, and mm. the Caps have just like kind of manhandled them and really dominated the way the game needs to be played. And you could see that in game four when they won uh, two to one. They, when they were like, all right, well, they were down one nothing, and they were like, well, now we need to score because we got a tie, and they did. And then right as the third period started, they were like, well, we need to score now because we got to put this game away. And they did it. It's like when they need something to happen, they're able to do it. And I haven't seen them... Like in years past, do that. Yeah, I've never seen them do that before. So this is like, again, hopefully optimistic. And because this team means so much to me, like I I can barely watch the games. Like I'm watching it with like behind my hands, like my eyes like covered, like just just hoping against hope that they're going to... Find a way to pull it out, and this year they've been doing it so far. And so three one, three to one is a good spot to be in because it's really uh, every game is a must win, of course. But yeah, they're in a good spot. You know, even if they do lose one game, it's not necessarily a the team's reverting back to say years past like that. So they've built a good cushion there. So. Exactly, they have a confidence that I haven't seen them have really ever, mm. and I, I think that this is going to be. I'm not gonna say anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, yeah, I really don't. Knock on whatever. Let's, let's knock on this too. this plastic table we got here and um, and just. I'm gonna I, be. I root for him no matter yeah. what, win, lose, or draw. But I, I'm everything hoping we this say is today, in a positive manner. Let's just say we're not trying to jinx the teams though by no. being overly optimistic. No. With Washington teams, you really have to keep it in a very, like in a vacuum, basically like an even keel. Can't get too high on it because yeah, then you're you kind of well, have an emotional letdown. Well, and the funny thing is, is DC, yeah, exactly. DC sports fans in general have this very guarded fandom because we've been so bad. The teams have been so bad for so long. The one difference I would say, I would say there's clearly a difference between, uh, let's say, Cats fans, Wizards fans, Nats fans. Those are in one bubble. I think Redskins fans are in a different bubble where no matter what, they can still, before the game, even before even game one, the first week, hype up the team and think that this is the year. Now, <laughs> yeah. they do get jaded years ago, but yeah. there's a contingency of, of Redskins fans that will always think this is the year, every year. And even if, like, all the experts are saying the Redskins won't make the playoffs, whatever, you have a certain amount of fans that are still thinking that they're going to the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. So Redskins fans live on a, a different planet in my mind versus, like, <laughs> the more, let's say, real the realism of like say caps fans which fans who kind of know their place but i think i think it's because the redskins are the most recent team to have won a championship that yeah that's still fresh in people's minds so they still hold the redskins on a certain pedestal that they don't see other teams on but well and there was a really good article in uh the washington post about dc sports fans and that if you were uh if you were born in 1990 or after you haven't witnessed a sports team win because the Redskins won a Super Bowl in '91, which was the 1990 football season. Yep. Um, they beat, or vice versa, they won it in '92. Uh, it was the '91 season mm-hmm. uh, when they beat the Bills. Right. So you were just an infant when the Redskins won, so you haven't gotten to see anything. Yeah. Like the the Redskins have stunk since then. Uh, the and I and I just violated my own rule of not using that team's name. Um, but oh, wow. it, it's it's fine. Like it's. We know what their name is. I've already... It was like our second or third podcast where I talked about how I felt about the name, and I feel like it should change, but that's... Well, I'll just refer to them. That's fine. Yeah. So, like, the last time the Washington football team won anything, most most people who are fans now, like, the mid-20s is when you want your your, your rabid fans to be there, have no idea. Yep. They have no idea about that team. The only things that they've known about this team have been failure. Miserable failure. Been a joke in the media. Their owner is just... Yeah, he, he's just an, a horrible person who hates his fans. Like, it's, yeah. Sad to say, many of them have probably became Ravens fans, let's be honest. Ugh, gross. If you have two local teams, they're both on your, your local channel every week, 
one of them is consistently going to like the AFC Championship every year. Yeah. I mean, and on the other side, you have a team that, as you said, if you're born after 1990, you've seen yeah. no success, nothing. Yeah. They just can't get out of their own way. No. And like, if if you've defected and become a Ravens fan, first off, you're gross. That's disgusting. Baltimore is a horrible, ugly, dirty city. Um, yes. But secondly, too, like, what happened to loyalty? You know, like I've been a Redskin, uh, whatever. I've been a Redskins fan since I was a little kid, and the reason I'm a Redskins yeah. fan is because my dad was a Redskins, and my dad's a Redskins fan, and my grandfather, who uh, just passed away in February, he was a Redskins fan too. It, the loyalty is the reason why, not the results. The results are nice, yeah, but like I don't, I don't root for this team just because they were good when I was a kid. I root for them because that's my team, and the, and the upside too is if you cheer for a bad team, right? Yeah. When they do win, yeah, such so much more filling than versus, like, how much joy do Patriots fans really get at this point if they're yeah. a team that wins every year, for example? Yeah, this it's not the same high as a team that's lost for ten years and then suddenly becomes well, good. And, and that was the thing too is like, uh, and I wrote an article on, on GGR about it when the Patriots won their Super Bowl recently. Like, I got in on like, the ground level with that team. Like, I I started rooting for them when they were bad. Mm-hmm. So I've been a Patriots fan for a while, and I got to see them grow into what they've become. Which, granted, right now is Super Bowl champions, and then also apparently cheaters too. Um, but like that's yeah, well, that's yeah, that, yeah. Like, and, and we were talking about that too. Like, a, a quick aside on that one. I think this is so overblown. No pun intended on the Deflate Gate thing. <laughs> that's but like, a good pun. <laughs> <laughs> I think this whole thing is so stupid. I think it's so ridiculous that they're making such a big deal about this. That, oh, Tom Brady's legacy is tainted. Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that. He's a horrible person. He should be suspended. He should be suspended. Just every... None of you would be saying this if it was your team. If yeah. if you're a Jets fan and uh, Michael Vick had miraculously taken the Jets to the Super Bowl and won that Super Bowl, and the first time somebody said something about dogfighting, or the first time somebody said something about, oh, well, what about the uh, the weed that he was hiding in that uh, water bottle when he was on the airport? <laughs> or what about the time that he was getting the herpes medication under the name Ron Mexico? Yeah, you people probably are like, what? What is he talking about, Ron Mexico? Yeah, I didn't forget about that, okay? I remembered that, okay? Yeah. Look it up. Ron Mexico used that fake name to get himself herpes medication. Nobody would be saying a word about any of that, and if you did, you'd be like, oh, well, you're just mad because they won. That's why everybody's so mad. Because, and as I was telling you before, the reason why everybody hates Tom Brady so much is because he's a good-looking dude. He's successful. He's won, what, five Super Bowls? Four Super Bowls? He's won four. He's won four. He's been to, like, six. Um, He's got a gorgeous supermodel for a wife. He's got millions and millions of dollars. Let's say he's as successful as you can be in today's world, pretty much. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. You're absolutely right. And I think that's why people want to see him fail so With that level of success, you always have haters... He has a tremendous amount, and if you give the haters anything, they jump on it, overblow it. That's what's happening here. And then the problem is, once the media gets behind it, it spirals up to where the league feels feels pressure from the media. So yeah. we've seen it with like Ray Rice. We've seen it many times before. Serious action. Uh, with yeah. Space. Who's the uh, the running back? Uh, Duda from. Oh, Adrian. Soda. Adrian Peterson. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, that got way overblown. I felt like that was. Yeah, I mean, well, at certain points you have to think, like, what things, like, have to do with the game of football as far as, like, you know, certain things are just, like, should be punished, but the problem, is, it a, is it a football issue, though? The so. problem that I'm seeing with all of this, and, and I mentioned this in our in our uh, Super Bowl podcast we did, is that the NFL is so worried about image, and they're so um, worried about the narrative, the story that is created of the NFL, that they'll do whatever anybody says. They'll do whatever would keep bad press away from them. Yeah. So I feel like Brady's going to get suspended just because people are, are pretending to be outraged. Mm-hmm. But, like, where does the line get drawn? Because they, they say that, oh, well, this this ruins the integrity of the game. But you know what ruined the integrity of the game? The fact that this became a story. Mm-hmm. That ruins the integrity of the game. Oh, well, the balls may have been up to a pound deflated less than they should be per the standard. Okay, that had no impact on the game because LeGarrette Blunt got handed the ball and ran over... 40, was it 45 to 0? Yeah, like 45 unanswered points or something ridiculous like that. He ran for like 250 yards. It was absurd. And they're trying to say that this underinflated ball had anything to do with that. Yeah, it is silly. And I think there's two things at play here. One thing is that, as we know, the Patriots really are probably... The fact that, uh, I even think in the Super Bowl, I think most people are going for the Seahawks. The Patriots are like, I hate a team now. Much like the the Cowboys in the 90s. Where, yeah. Well, actually, let me let me preface. The Cowboys in the 90s 
had the biggest thing of bandwagon fans of like any team in the history. Of the oh world, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, and, um, and we both grew up in this area oh, when they were getting when they had that run. Everybody had a cowboy jacket. Yeah, wasn't it ridiculous? Like, and I can almost distinctly I would remember say they sold as much as like Redskins merchandise. Oh yeah, back then. Like, yeah, well, it's because they're quote unquote America's team, which I've never understood whether America's team. No idea at all. Like it's yeah, it's um, absolutely ridiculous. But um, but no, I mean. Patriots are a hated team right now. Yeah. He said people hate success. I will say this, because the whole Spygate thing, Yeah. Um, that gives the media more ammunition to say this team has a history of whatever, cheating. So they're going to take it on this. They might lose a draft pick. Yeah. Uh, Brady might get suspended. You know, the, the reports show um, apparently that Belichick had nothing, no knowledge of anything. Yeah, same so thing with the owner, Robert Kraft. Be, uh, yeah. He'll be left out of That it, it was just Brady. And... But I think, uh, I think I understand that. Again, it's going to be media pressure. Yeah. I don't think it's going to have any long-term impact on his... He's going to go in the Hall of Fame. It's not going to be like a Peter Rose thing where he's like banned from the Hall of Fame. No, bad, so. no, I don't think so either. And and like It doesn't taint his championships, I don't think. But really, um, what really so. kills me about this is, is we will talk about this today. And then this is the last we're going to talk about it. Mm. But there's people in the news media. And I listen to like the local sports uh, radio shows here. And I watch you know ESPN and stuff like that. They all are like, oh, well, we're going to have to talk about this story. No, you don't. If it's so ridiculous and it's not that big a deal or it's, you know, overblown, then don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Say your piece and leave it alone and talk about something that's relevant. Yeah. You know, and like Rob Gronkowski, like, God bless the guy. Like, he got on and did like a video blog and like put it up and he just made himself like an idiot in general because he yeah. just, he couldn't eloquently say what he was trying to say. But I got his point. He was basically trying to say that like people, um, are overlooking all the great things that Tom Brady does. Like, all the charity work. All of this other stuff that he does with his own time, of his own free will. No one's forcing him to do this. Mm-hmm. But no, he's, you know, he's public enemy number one because he may have potentially told a guy to underinflate a ball. Which is even more bullcrap because Eli Manning has admitted that he does that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has admitted that he overinflates the balls because he has big hands. Uh, Brad Johnson, who won the Super Bowl with the Bucks when he was uh, playing... It admitted that he took $7,000 of his own money and paid a guy to scuff up the footballs so that he could get a better grip on it. Wow. So you've had multiple people who have won Super Bowls admit that they do this to footballs. So Brady is in re- he's not reinventing the wheel here. No. We're doing something out of the ordinary. No, and it was the same so. thing with Spygate. And that's what pissed me off about that, too, is that everybody made this huge to-do. Oh, the Patriots are cheaters. The Patriots are cheaters. The Patriots are cheaters. No. Everybody else was cheaters. The Patriots just didn't stop doing it. Everybody else did it, too. Mm-hmm. And all of the teams in the NFL admitted it. Bill Bill Parcells, former uh, football coach, said, yeah, we did this all the time. He's like, it's just now it's illegal. It wasn't illegal before. And he's like, and he was outraged that people were, like, blasting Bill Belichick for this. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Bill Belichick's an awful person. You all did it. You all knew yeah, that it was being done. Parcells, there you go. So. Yeah, and it's, it's, it would be like... It would be like back in the 20s when they, uh, when they, when prohibition came along and everybody was like, well, now alcohol is illegal right. and somebody getting busted for alcohol. But like all of a sudden, like Budweiser and Miller were all like, oh, well, we're appalled that anybody would have alcohol. You know <laughs> what? Before this law was initiated, you guys were making billions of dollars oh, off yeah. of this stuff. Right. Like it's the same, it's the same concept and everybody just wants to make themselves look good. And I, everything's I'm over it. So it's, yeah, gonna, it is, it is, it absolutely it's is. It's not image. about morals, ethics. It's about image. And yeah. Protecting the image. You know, and let's let's do a cool segue here, because um, we're talking about image. A team that I think has completely changed their image. One of our DC love uh, our our DC loves here, the Washington Wizards. Right. They were the franchise joke for a while there. They had the stupid logo, their Andre dumb colors. Blatch and yeah. Nick Young. Oh my JaVale god. McGee. Oh, they were was horrible. On, he was on Shaq's like uh, segment on TNT where like always yeah. plays like the dumbest play of the week. Yeah. It was like yeah. every week was a JaVale McGee play and yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. They were horrible. There was the, the stuff with with Gilbert, which I mean, I still, uh, Gilbert, I felt like had the keys to the city in his hand, and he just, he just fell apart. Like the, you know, the guy that he was like uh, the gun thing he had with uh, Javaris uh, Crittenden. Crittenden, yeah, did, yeah. Oh, he's Javaris like sent to jail for life for murder, pretty much. Are, he was, did he really? He was convicted guilty of murder. Yeah. Was he jail. really? Just like in the last month. Yeah. I, did, so I that, didn't know that at that all. That dude was no joke, man. Wow. Yeah, he, he killed some like he killed some like woman and like was in jail now for life. So. Are you? Si- wow, that's crazy. So Gilbert was messing with like Gilbert the wrong was guy. Like a convicted felon. I I feel like Gilbert's perspective was like he was doing a joke. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that was just a terrible decision. And then uh, he had the knee injuries and all that stuff. Yeah. 
And it took a while for them to recover from that because for a few years, they were like the talk of the town for a few years there. Yeah. And everything they, when, was going when, well. And... When Gilbert, there was, there was a string there and I wish I could remember what, what year it was. Maybe like 08, maybe? Where like, I remember watching a lot of the games during the regular season and it seemed like every single time Gilbert had the ball with like five seconds left, the Wizards were down by two or down by one mm-hmm. and he would hit this just sick game winning shot. Was... And he just like, it was, it was just unreal. It was probably like 07. It was the year basically. The, the year they ended up beating the Bulls in the playoffs in the first round, right? Not only that, but. He went and had 60 points against the Lakers. Yeah, I remember that game, yeah. Um, totally schooling Kobe. Yeah. Prime Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So, what do you say was that right? Keys of the Kingdom. Yeah. But then, let's just say the Washington Curse jumped in. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, the last few years before last year, they've been a terrible team, one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, you draft John Wall, you draft Bradley Beal. Yeah. Um, make some moves to get Gortat, Nene. Yeah. Suddenly, you have a decent starting lineup. Make the playoffs last year. Actually, win around the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah, beat the Bulls. A good Bulls team too. Um, that was that. That yeah, team was no joke. Absolutely. Yeah. Took the Pacers to six games. Yeah. Pacers were like the number one seed and beat them in six games. Yeah. Uh, but a good successful season this year. Yeah. This year the regular season was a little bit disappointing. Everybody wanted the coach to get fired. Um. But on the down low, John Wall made big strides in his game. Oh yeah. Coming in the playoffs. All star. All star this year. Yeah. All star. Um, decision making way better. Yeah. Really becoming um, a different player than Gilbert. He's never going to be the scorer Gilbert is, but still becoming kind of like the franchise player. He's that leader. He's the guy yeah. that they need on the floor. Plays defense. Yeah. Everything you want a leader, basically. Yeah. But coming in the playoffs, had no expectations. They were playing Toronto in the first round. Oh, they destroyed Toronto. What's funny is if you look, there's an ESPN article right before where yeah. 17 out of 20 experts had picked Toronto to win in six. Yeah, and they crushed Toronto. Like, it wasn't them. even close. Even as the biggest Witters fan, I was just like flabbergasted. I was, I like, was too. Like, oh, this is out of nowhere because I just, they weren't that good in that regular yeah, season. Yeah, so. I really think though, and going back to the original segue here, they changed their image. Absolutely. Like they've, they've gotten rid of any of the, they're only really Wizards in name only now. Like yeah. they've changed their logo so it's just like, it's like the basketball with the Washington Monument on got, it and the star. You had the Bullets colors back. So. Yeah, the Bullets colors are back. The yeah. Bullets uniforms are back. Um, well, just, let's, let's like, be honest. Wizards is like one of the, the goofiest names you can have for a it basketball really is. team. It absolutely I mean. is. But I mean, the, the name, the the reason they got rid of the names Bullets was um, Abe Poland, their their former owner, uh, was of Jewish descent, and it was right after yeah. the prime minister of Israel had been uh, assassinated, and he'd been thinking about it for a while that Bullets just has a negative, violent connotation. Yeah. And with so much gun violence in D.C., he was like, I need to give this team a different I, name. I get, I get not want to have the Bullets, but as far as, yeah. you want a name, it doesn't have to necessarily um, strike intimidation, but it has to be, like, all right, look at the teams left in the playoffs. You have the Warriors, yeah. the Cavaliers, yeah. uh, the Hawks, the Bulls. Yeah. Those are, like, aggressive, you know, the Wizards, there's no aggressive like kind of connotation to it. Yeah. It's kind of a very, like, little kid. Um, it is. It's very like, Harry Would you Potter. rather be the Warriors? Or yeah, exactly. Like if the you're wizards or the Cavaliers or the Wizards. Yeah, I, anything sounds better. Well, if you so. go back to when they were trying to change the name too, like all of their names that they had were really lame. It was like, it was like the Washington Sea Dogs, the Washington, <laughs> the Washington <laughs> oh, Express. Um, oh man, I can't even remember any of the other ones, but they were really bad too. Like it was like, well, you can go from Bullets, which is the traditional name, or you can. You can be the Washington Sea Dogs. Like, Sea Dogs? Really? Like, yeah, that's... Okay, so it could have been worse. It could have been a lot it worse. It doesn't make yeah. the Wizards any, any better, but it, yeah. it could have been worse. You know, you mentioned um, something, too. You mentioned the Washington Curse. I wanted to talk about that real oh quick. Oh, God. Um, Wizards were... Um, the Capitals were doing well. You know, we're we're not going to mention that again, because I don't want to jinx them. But um, the Wizards went up one game to none against the, the uh, Hawks and looked good. Yep. But then this curse struck. We we hope that it, we hope they can overcome this out of friggin' nowhere, man. But John Wall hurt his hurt his wrist and it's pretty bad. He missed his game two. He's probably gonna miss five game three. friggin' fractures in his hand. I know that's five. crazy. He had five fractures in his hand. The play that had happened looked like a routine, nothing out of the ordinary. He just landed on his hands. But, five fractures. The same kind of land. He does it all the time. Yeah. It seems like he does that kind of fall all the time, and he never gets hurt. And then he didn't get like thrown to the ground. No, uh, nothing. It just out of nowhere. It can only be the curse. I can only think that. Yeah. Some gypsy somewhere. Well, actually, let's say they'll say Native American. Yeah, this um, actually, and this is when. Okay, so they're the last time the Redskins were in the Super Bowl, they played the Buffalo Bills. It was in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, is where they played, and there's a huge Native American population in Minnesota. Oh. They came and protested 
that Super Bowl because, again, Washington Redskins. They, they feel that the name is disparaging. They feel that it's, it's insulting and that it's racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said, after the Redskins won that Super Bowl, the, the Chief put a curse on the mm-hmm. Redskins saying that no team will ever be successful until that name is changed. Whew. And we've seen the results. And, yeah, it's been, it's been 24 years now. Good Lord. 24 years. And when you start thinking about it, you're like, well, but you can't really say that they're cursed. They got a new, the Redskins got a new owner. Their owner is an awful person. He did, made horrible decisions. He bought, um, would pay uh, more money for free agents that were past their prime than he should have. You know, would just overpay all the time, has an awful stadium, treats his fans like crap. That's not really a curse. That's just bad management. I, the, a curse though to me is forget management. Let's talk about injuries. All right. Let's take the wall thing out a second. Think about RG3. Oh my god. The best yeah. rookie season of maybe any quarterback, and then in the playoffs against the Seahawks, they go up 14-0. They're gonna yeah. beat the Seahawks. Yeah. And then freak I mean I just I still go back to mismanagement though, because he got hurt in that Baltimore Ravens game. He should have sat out the rest of that season. As yeah. much as I loved watching him win those games, it was terrific. Kirk Cousins should have started the Browns game and the Cowboys game. I get and, that, but he was yeah. looking great in that Seahawks game until another freak injury. Until a, yeah, but it's, his knee was just it was it was total, and he's probably never going to be the I, same again. I personally that, am hoping that he'll prove us wrong, and then he'll have a great season this that, year. To me, an example of a curse. So that's when you yeah. have somebody who looks that good. So they show you the light, basically, yeah. in the sunlight, and then taken away so drastically with a freak injury. Yeah. All right, the Gilbert injury, the RG three injury. Those are both very. Again, you have two guys that look like they're going to just. Set the wall on fire for the yeah, next, like, 10 they were, years. they were the kings of this city for a while, yeah. The wall injuries, like, I don't think they're having long-term ramifications, but... Yeah, it's going to put them out for the series, um, maybe. Yeah. Strasburg, didn't he get injured, like, a year or two ago? He yeah, he hurt, his, he hurt his elbow, yeah. Um, it's like... That was kind of freakish, too, but, like, I'll I feel like you, I feel like Ovechkin's been okay. Like, oh, yeah. Know, let's, whew, let's not talk about that anymore, because we don't want to jinx that. Right. But, like... <laughs> that's, that's oh, my... Oh, whew, that's frightening, yeah. Let's but not he's even, had a consistent thing, but... He has been, yeah. Yeah, and luckily... him, everything else has been... Screwed over. So. Yeah, look at what happened with the, with the Nationals. The Nationals, their first playoff series. This was 2012. Yeah, 2012. Were they the best team in baseball? Like they the were the best team in baseball. Oh. Most wins. They get to the playoffs to play the St. Louis Cardinals. Right. Oh. They win game five because it was a best of three. Like first team to win three games mm-hmm. won the series. Right. They tie it up two games to two on a Jason Worth. Ninth inning home run. It was one of the most dramatic things, and I have the sound clip. So I hope I can steal a little something from listening. you, Dave. Three balls, two strikes. The pitch, swing and a long drive, deep left field, going, going. It's gone. Okay, like that still, like that sound, that clip, oh my god, I can't even talk, I'm so excited. That clip gives me chills when I hear, when I hear it. Mm-hmm. Like that radio announcer was so in, into that call. Like that was one of the most amazing things yeah. I had ever witnessed. Like I went out to, um, there's, uh, Vinny's, uh, the pizza place right up the street. Right. Um, when that game was happening and I got in my car as the ninth inning was starting mm-hmm. and I got to hear Jason Worth hit that home run. And it was electric. Like, I was, like, pumping my fist, slamming on my horn as I'm driving to Vinny's nice. to meet my uh, my wife and my kids there. And there was this, he must have been, like, 85, maybe 90 years old, mm. right? And I got my Nationals hat on because I was holding it with me for good luck. And I put it on as I walk into Vinny's. And this old man looks at me and, like, I, I sit down at my table with my wife and my kids. And he walks past me and he stops and he sees my Nationals hat. And he goes, mm. he goes, excuse me, sir. He goes, did they win? And I look at him and I say, yeah, Jason Worth hit a, a game-winning home run in the bottom of the ninth. Wow. And that old man fist-pumped. He was like, yes! And, like, walked past me. And it was so cool. Wow. Like, to see how much baseball means to people. Like, how much it means to this area. Like, that they had won. And it was just, it was incredible. And then... So now the curse comes in at this point. <laughs> exactly. Then the curse comes in. The next game, right? Okay. We were, again, we're here. You know, we're, we're going out. We're doing stuff. Um, I was off of work that day. And I'm listening to the game. And the Nationals go up big. They're up six runs. And you're like, they're going to cakewalk to this. They're going to go to the next round of the playoffs. It's going to be awesome. They lose the game. They blow that six-run lead. And it was, like, heart-wrenching. But at mm. the same time, too, like, what do you expect when this is what they've seen 
is DC. Now they yeah. are DC too because they get to the playoffs with huge expectations and then they fall apart. The yeah. Caps are, are infamous for that. The Caps at one point were the uh, President's Cup champions. This was 2010, I believe. Um, best team in the league, best record in the league, and they played the Montreal Canadiens. They were up three games to one against the Montreal Canadiens, and they folded and lost in seven games. Lost game seven in D.C. They were the number one seed and lost to the eight seed. And, like, this is... It was it, it absolutely was. It was heart-wrenching. And, honestly, that year sucked. The next year, they played the Rangers in the first round of the playoffs, and they crushed the Rangers. It was awesome. But then they played the Tampa Bay Lightning. In my opinion, to this day... That is still the worst feeling I've ever felt watching a team of mine play. Mm. They got swept by the Lightning in four games. They looked outmatched. They looked confused. They looked like they didn't know what was going on. Wow. And it was just, it was gut-wrenching. It was like, I, I remember, like, I couldn't even talk hockey. I couldn't even think about it. I couldn't even talk about the Capitals for, like, two weeks afterwards. Like, n- I was beside myself. I was so upset. Mm. And... That's what sucks about sports. Pitfall, is like pitfalls of being a DC sports fan. It is like, but that's what happens yeah. when you have something good happen. Something even worse happens to just to just shut you down. And I feel like maybe this year, well, is I, the year we're gonna see something good happen. I was gonna say, let's how about this? Let's probably a good way to not get that feeling is by setting expectations. So, do we have like a set expectation for the Caps and the Wizards right now going forward? My Wizards expectations, of course, have been taken to a low level below with this John Wall news. But yeah. They it's weird. The news reports say that five fractures but undecided if he's gonna play or not. So it's like still like they're Is not just gonna tape it up? Like I mean can you they're do not that? they're not ruling out him coming back. So they're they are definitively like, you know, we're gonna just keep looking at it and see if he can play. So Maybe maybe they're know. not that serious. Maybe they're not like because they could be hairline fractures too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like they're not I it's, guess they're not compound his, fractures. His non shooting hand uh, the main, oh, so I see what you're saying. Yeah, if it's the non-shooting hand, the as main, long as he can guide the ball, then he'll be fine, the only, theoretically. The main thing is that um, because he handles the ball a lot, he has to be able to dribble with both hands. Oh, so, and like, if it's a wrist thing, then yeah. So yeah. They can, he might turn the ball over. But if he can play, then I think they can win and go to the next round. I think that this year... Again, I don't want to cur- I don't want to curse it. I don't want to jinx it. And that's the thing is we're all well, DC well, fans are also gun shy now. Let's I let's think try that, to say what would you be okay with? What result would you be okay with? The Caps have to win this series. They have to win this series against yes. the Rangers. Period. Three up, three one, absolutely. Yeah, they cannot lose this series. Okay. At, at a minimum, that's my expectation to go on to the Eastern, Eastern Conference uh, Finals. Okay. That has to happen. Period. Okay. Or this is a disappointment for a season. Um, I think that they can get they can beat anybody though right now. The way right. that they're playing, and I'm going to temper it with this. Again, I don't want to jinx them, but the way that they've been playing, they can hang with any team in this league. There's nobody in the in the playoffs right now that will decidedly just sweep them out of the building. Mm, okay. That'll outplay them. I think this is their year. Okay. That but, being said. So you're putting the expectation at the highest level possible when yes, you say that? Yes. Okay. That being said. What, what would you be like? At a minimum, they have to get to the Eastern Conference. What would you be finals. like, darn... This could have been the year, but they went far enough to where I'm still... Oh, I feel... I, I'm not going to the, to the summer feeling like, a, yeah. like like crap, basically. If they get to the conference finals and they play well, and they get beat by a good team, which right now it looks like it's going to be uh, Tampa Bay, because they're up three games to none on, on Montreal. Mm. If Tampa beats them in seven, mm-hmm. and every single game is like a one-goal game, and Tampa Bay just finds a way to get that next goal and they win the series, I can live with that. I'll okay. be upset, but I can live with that. What about... Does it make it worse if they get to the Stanley Cup but lose? Because they were so close. Does that make it feel like, wow, we should be the champions? Would you rather them, this doesn't sound stupid, would you rather them lose in the Eastern Conference Finals versus them oh, I see what making you're it that far? Because the bigger, the bigger heartache. Yeah. Like, being that close and not getting, would that be more heartbreaking? I think if they get there and they lose with this team and with this coach, that they can get back. Okay. In years past, if they had gotten this far... And they didn't win. I would be worried that this was it, and this is the only thing we're ever going to see. Um, I think that, that if they get to the the cup, anything can happen, and that's what I, that's where I'm confident with this team. Though is that if they can get there, I think they have a chance. Okay. If see, like with the Wizards, I feel like even if they got past the Hawks, I don't feel like the Wizards could beat the Cavs. No, I don't, I don't feel like they could. Well, because that's I, the thing: the Bulls might beat the Cavs. Oddly enough, I think the Wizards could beat the Bulls, but not the Cavs. Yeah, well, we've seen them beat the Bulls. Yeah. My thing with the Wizards would be, if Wall's not playing anymore, yeah. 
just stay competitive. Push the Hawks to six or seven games. Yeah. And I'm content. And if Wall next plays, year, see what they can do. Then I think they can beat the Hawks. I think they're assuming he's still not st- affected. Basically, I still think they're a player away, though. I think they have one more well, player. If you can somehow convince Kevin Durant I think this is to all, leave Oklahoma City and come an back audition. to DC, Kevin Durant sitting in Oklahoma City watching these games—that's true. He's picking his next team. I know mentally he's thinking about his next team. I'd love to I don't come think home. Westbrook going to work out. Yeah. If you're watching the, the Eastern Conference, you're not going to go yeah. play with LeBron with the Cavs. No. Um, Bulls maybe, but I think the Wizards, your hometown, they've been the most impressive team in the Eastern Conference playoffs. They right? have, yeah, and everybody's been so, saying that too. John Wall and Kevin Durant go together, peanut like peanut butter and jelly. Oh my god, that would be so great. Amazing. Let's. <laughs> I, I would that that yeah. The good thing is, and maybe with the Caps too, and, and the Nats, you can see, and even with the Redskins now, you can see like a bright, a brighter long term future now. Things are yeah. It, it, we're no even longer. If, no matter what happens this year, yeah, things are looking good for the future. I think absolutely. So, and like the Nats got off to a rough start, but they've also had a lot of injuries. And just the last game they played. Um, which would have been Wednesday because they were off yesterday, which is again Thursday. Today's May the eighth. Uh, they Bryce Harper mm. hit three home runs in a game. Wow! Like just, just and not even like just like lucky little fly balls that just happened to get over the ball. No, crushed them. Like destroyed the ball. Wow! And it was it was amazing. Mm. Like it seems like they're starting to turn the corner. That they're starting to figure out their swag. That's the great thing about baseball too. Is it's a hundred and sixty-two game season. Yeah. You know, so if you get off to a, a rough. 12 or 20 game stretch you can still turn it around so I think that this team can do something the Redskins though are that one X factor because now you've got this new GM he's made a bunch of moves mm-hmm. are they going to make a difference but more importantly is RG3 going to be what this, he was his rookie season this is, is the make or break year I would say yeah. for him 100% there's, and, no, there's no injury going into yeah. the offseason no excuses He's at, he has the entire offseason just to work on his game. This yep. is the make-or-break season. Absolutely. But I'm a big... I don't know why. I'm just a big believer of RG3. I think that... Me too. I yeah. really do... Maybe it's just like eternal optimism. I do give... I really give him the benefit of the doubt that injuries yeah. have slowed him down. That he hasn't had a full offseason just to focus and to work on his game. Well, he gave this city something that we hadn't had in a long time, man. He gave us hope. And and I... That, that, that rookie me- season was probably... Even like, you know, that year with the Wizards not being good or whatever. Yeah. That was still probably one of the most exciting years for DC sports in a, in a while just because of like yeah. when the Redskins are good I want to say even though I think you're a bigger cast I'm a bigger Wizards fan than yeah. the Redskins mm-hmm. but both of us are big Redskins fans Yeah, uh, I think the the mood of the area is like brighter when yeah. the Redskins are winning it's like a weird um, well my brother my brother-in-law bigger impact I guess my brother-in-law is a big Redskins fan and we talk about this that whenever the Redskins win it makes Monday automatically better yeah, it's gonna be a good Monday if the Redskins win on Sunday. Like that's just that's the way it is. But that's the way the city is wired too. Why? Because that's the Redskins are the I, longest standing. I agree, team. but if, if if it's like they're the end of the season is their third win, then I don't care. <laughs> it at least makes that it at least <laughs> makes care. Monday not I, miserable. I, I, Let's I just put it that way. Games, but, like, but if they are like that seven game winning streak they had, oh, that was amazing. That was just man. I was yeah, man. Yeah, that was know. that was the that was the first time I remembered the Redskins winning that many games consistently. And looking good since I was a kid, and they won all those games, and they won the Super Bowl. Like I remember that Super yeah. Bowl year where they started off like twelve and zero, and they just looked unstoppable. And then the Cowboys, of all teams, they lost the one game to the Cowboys. That was their first loss, and then they lost the last game of the season to the Eagles. But at that wow. point, it didn't matter. But like, that was the first time I had seen them play like that that well. Like they had made the playoffs before, but never that well. And that was that was the RG three thing. So that was yeah. Like and that's maybe hope. maybe that's why I still root for the guy. And you know, I highly doubt that Robert Griffin the third is actually listening to our podcast. But let's just suspend disbelief. He should be. He should be. Yeah, everybody. Should. Let's just just yeah. suspend disbelief for just a second. RG three. If you're listening to this, bud, I've got your back, man. I really do. I, I I wish you the best. I think that you can do it. And if that's if me believing in you, like in some weird crazy way, me believing that RG three can lead this team to success. Then I will believe for you all 16 games of this season. Well, listen, buddy. anything is possible. Stranger things have happened in the history of the world. Maybe, That's true. Yeah, yeah. possibly. We'll just know. do this like angels in the outfield. We'll start flapping our arms, like hey, believing for RG3. I'm down with that because Tony Dan's up in there. But right, Tony Dan's. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I, I think curse, curse aside, yeah, the future looks bright. Yeah, and we'll we'll kind of see. We'll it have takes... to we'll have to come back and do a podcast. Yeah, a little bit further now in the playoffs and see oh, yeah. you know, how things turned out. It, yeah, we may come back and be like, 
The damn curse struck again. It was our fault. We should have never. Again. We should have <laughs> never talked about it. That podcast, podcast curses. Why did we do a podcast, Vic? Why did we do a podcast? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I think. We'll we'll, see. I think. I mean. I think we'll, after the basketball playoffs are over, we'll talk about it. After the uh, Stanley Cup finals are yeah. over, um, baseball is one of those things that like I'm never doing a podcast about baseball because it's just I. It's I, so long. I, it's such I, a long season. I feel like I want to go to a Nats game because I've heard good things about. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Game. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so I bet when our corporate job seems to hand out tickets. They right do, yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to hit up a Nationals um, game. So, but yeah, that, there's we'll talk about that like in October or something like that. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's fingers crossed, man. I think that this is going to be at least at least with the football team, at least with the Redskins, at least they're going in the right direction. Yeah, they've got. I don't know how I feel about Gruden. Maybe he's not the right coach. But it feel like they got the right GM now. Yes, and they made the right decisions. They just had a good draft, I believe. So. They did, yeah. I mean, they're they're put in places. They got that uh, guy, Brandon Scherf, is his name, the mm-hmm. offensive tackle. Um, so they're showing that. Got to show up that offense. They're line. putting That's they're huge. putting their faith in RG three. They're saying we're going to give you the tools to do this job. So now it's on him. Maybe we'll see something. Maybe this will be the year. Maybe this will be the year where he doesn't his legs don't crumble underneath. Maybe of by the end of next year there'll be an RG three Dr Pepper. RG three Doctor Pepper. And we'll just be sitting there <laughs> instead of you drinking LeBron Sprite next year. It'll be the, the RG three Doctor Pepper. Pepper. Yeah, man. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That we was. Dr- we can only dream, folks. We, we can yeah. Dream, so. This is true. I mean, if it's anything, he's already endorsed himself through everything. So it'll have to be like RG three special I, Adidas. Just thinking of RG Subway sandwich. You want to go get a Subway sandwich right now? Exactly. So. The official I, RG three sandwich. I wonder if it's like uh, remember like in Happy Gilmore where. Adam Sutter did the commercial subway and they gave him like a thing like free subway for life like a free card you think RG3 gets free subway for life Adam Sutter happy Gilmore he had a card yeah. free subway for lunch I was like that's the greatest thing ever imagine just going to subway for the rest of your life and just have a free you know subway. who I am there's enough variety there where you could do it and have a different meal every day you know who I am I'm RG3 damn it <laughs> like just coming in and throwing a fit like and like Ar- a total like a total diva like and what does RG3 call himself does he call himself Bob Robert Rob. RG3 Rob they've said, they've said that before like the Redskins okay. all call him Rob um I wanted to say this real quick because I don't know if... I'm sure you saw the story, okay? Yeah. You know who Britt McHenry is, right? Uh, not exactly. Okay, so Britt, Britt McHenry works for ESPN. Okay. Um, very attractive blonde oh, reporter. Yes. The DC uh, parking just, thing? You just yeah, got it. Okay, got there you. it is. She's from DC. She started off on uh, ABC. Okay. ABC7, right? Her rant... Horrible. ...made me so disgusted by her. Like, Horrible. Because I rooted for her because she was a local girl. I was like, she's cute. She's local. All right, let's root for her. I saw that... I, despicable. I was so yeah. mad at her. Like, I... Not that I have any sway or swag anywhere involved in anything, but we're local. We're DC guys. This is a DC blog that we're doing. This is a DC yeah. podcast that we're talking about today. But, Brick McHenry, you're a horrible person. Like, again, my opinion probably doesn't mean squat to you, and you're probably like, oh, whatever. You're just fat and ugly, Mike. Whatever. But you know what? The fact yeah. that you were famous, and you had to go up there, and you had to try to belittle that woman when you easily could have paid that parking ticket just makes you an awful person. And like, pretty much hate her guts at this point. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, and they put you on DC stuff. You were talking about the Cavs Islanders. Like, I turned it off. I didn't want to see your stupid face talking about that. So, like, I don't care how many times you apologize or, oh, we all make mistakes. No, that just shows that you're a bad person to begin with. Exactly. Which you didn't think, I don't know why you didn't know there was a camera there and that. But you know what? It shouldn't matter. Because you're Britt McHenry. You work for ESPN. You make money. Pay your stupid ticket and be like, hey, you know what? I'm really not happy about this situation, but here, you know, you know that everything that you do. But if you're going to be stupid, do, first thing, never do anything stupid in the elevator. That's the number one thing. <laughs> Ray Rice, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, you talked to Ray what Rice about thinking, that What are you thinking, man? Yeah. All right, but anyway. So but let's turn this back. We talked about this before the podcast, but now this is a perfect tie-in. Again, we love these segues. The internet era. We were talking, I was talking about, we talked about this LeBron James Sprite before. And ha- like, I've been searching for this stuff and I can't find it anywhere. So Wawa, um, which I don't know if you're listening to this and you guys don't know what Wawa is. It's Wawa is like your gas station slash 7-Eleven, only yeah. better. They make awesome sandwiches. Great. Awesome. I'm going to plug Wawa real Smoothies, quick. Smoothies, hot chocolate. Oh yeah. I'm going to plug food. Wawa. Maybe they'll, they'll buy advertising time on, on GGR or something like yeah, that. Man. But if you're ever looking for a good sandwich and a good drink, go to Wawa. Um, they've got one of those freestyle Coke machines. Mm. Where you can make your mixes of whatever flavors you want. Right. And this LeBron Sprite is supposed to be uh, orange and cherry Sprite mixed mm-hmm. together, right? So I made my own, and I'm assuming that's what it tastes like, because I can't find the damn stuff anywhere. Mm-hmm. I have no idea where it is. And I compared this to, back in the day when we were growing up, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan hocked everything. Yep. There was Gatorade. You drank Gatorade. 
because of Michael Jordan. Who didn't like the, the Be Like Mike commercial? Exactly. You went to... Be Like Mike. <laughs> that, was, that was beautiful. Amazing, so. That was beautiful, Vic. Oh, thank you. Um, I took lessons, so. <laughs> Michael Jordan had his own barbecue sandwich at McDonald's. Yeah. It was this Carolina barbecue sauce that you could get on a barbecue. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, but he, everything he did, everything he touched was gold. But also, too, Michael Jordan could do no wrong. And he, as we discussed, too, he was not the greatest person in the world. He did some no. pretty nasty stuff. No, I, um, I read a, um, a book called The Jordan Rules. I don't know yeah. if you heard this, but it was like a sort of a documentation of like one of their, cha- their first championship season, just all the behind the scenes. And like, yeah, they showed Jordan. The character in the locker room, at least, being like yeah. pretty much an a hole. Yeah. Um, well, the Jordan rules was all gambling... based on the the Detroit thing. That's how the uh, Pistons yep. combat it, which is basically like just foul Jordan and don't let him score. Yep. So they did a book about it, and it slowly come out. And then you saw Jordan. I don't know if you saw Jordan's Hall of Fame speech, but it was like a very spiteful. Where he just dogged everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Dean and Smith even like yeah it's crazy like yeah he just talked trash about everybody, but apparently. Again, that's Mike, and that's what everybody said. Everybody's like, well, that's Mike, that he's just, like, cocky, he's arrogant, he just well, talks trash, that he was, well, like... He's so... He was... All right. Michael Jordan was so good because of his competitiveness. Yeah. Part of that competitiveness, you have to have a huge ego, and you have to be a jerk. Yeah. You have to want to be better than everybody, and everybody has to be below you in your mind. Yeah. But that led him to six championships and being, like, one of the greatest athletes of all time. So. Well, the funny thing is, is, though, is, like, people have this, again, and I, I love this this term... They had this narrative of Michael Jordan that he was just like this great person that he chose no. to go play baseball because that's what his dad wanted him to do. His dad had passed away. And But in reading that book and reading about Michael Jordan, the reason why he left the NBA after those first three championships when they beat the um, – because it was Lakers. They beat uh, Phoenix Suns in the last one. Lakers, Blazers. Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns, right? Yeah. He won three in a row and then he retired. He came back and they won three more. The reason that he retired the first time was because the NBA was doing a serious investigation into his gambling. I've heard that. And that he was going to be suspended or in, or kicked out of the league. So he left to go play baseball to take the heat off of him. Now, I'll say this. That is more of a theory at this point versus a fact. But is I, it? Yeah. I've read it. It's not a it's a theory because nobody it's a theory because nobody will confirm it, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's talk about, but David Stern's not gonna come out and confirm it. Michael Jordan's not gonna confirm it. Yeah. Um and the narrative sounds better with him just going to play baseball because yeah because his dad had just died too and like yeah but um what we're talking about the social media the, the big thing there is that michael jordan had the benefit of coming up in an era and his prime was an era where there was the internet no was not media. a factor yet yeah social media was not a factor do you think if michael jordan was 20 years younger mm-hmm. if he was the same age as lebron james and had the same lifestyle that he had back then just a jerk arrogant gambling he cheated on his wife like everybody knew Juanita Jordan and he cheated on his wife um with like with like corn stars and stuff like that but not only that apparently like Jeffrey Jordan his son he treats Jeffrey like crap apparently yeah and like they don't have a good relationship at all do you think he would be on the pedestal that everybody puts him on if he had grown up in this era no he would be a little bit less hated than Floyd Mayweather but very much in the same way first of all people today don't even respect they don't respect greatness even so even if you are like a master of your craft like even if you are a lebron like the best basketball in the world or the best boxer in the world or tom brady the best quarterback yeah people will still find ways to hate people don't care necessarily about your performance as much as like is there some reason to hate? if you, the better you are the more you're gonna hate it on pawn so yeah he would have been the gambling would have been overblown um the divorce cheating on his wife um the cockiness would have been like, all right, I think the cockiness back then was considered more competitive, but now yeah. it would have been full-blown, oh, he's full-blown, he's arrogant. He's just over-the-top arrogant would have been the narrative. He's not a good winner. Um, he's not a good loser. Selfish yeah. player. Um, probably, I mean, is he all that different than Kobe, though? I mean, I think Kobe probably... Um, the only, I think the only difference between him and Kobe is that Jordan did things the right way for those first four years because he went to UNC. And because he played under Dean Smith and Dean Smith molded him sort of. And like, so he had the pedigree and Kobe came right out of high school. Yeah. And I think LeBron has the same problem is because they were coming right out of high school, which I mean, I'm not dogging him for their decision because it was ultimately it was financially it was smart for both of them. But yeah. like there's, there's a certain Maybe stigma that comes with those players. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, look at Kevin Garnett too. Kevin Gar- Garnett gets that same, like people kind of like roll their eyes and scoff at him. Oh, well he never went to college. Like, 
He's a millionaire. You think he yeah. cares that he didn't go to college? Like Jordan would have been hated upon, but the whole thing with Jordan is I've always said this like uh probably him and Wayne Gretzky are the two guys where even more so Wayne Gretzky, you can back this up where like their numbers are like so overwhelmingly better than everybody else's numbers. Yeah. Gretzky shattered like, records that'll never even be touched. It's like at a certain point, like no matter what the personality is, the greatness, if it shows in the numbers and the yeah. accomplishments, the championships, you well, just can't deny it. Look at it, it like so. this. Gretzky is so good. Gretzky was so good yeah. that no player in the NHL is allowed to wear his number ever again. Mm-hmm. The number 99 is retired across the league. Think of another sport. That is Real crazy. quick, where there's a number that's retired. Like Jackie Robinson's number 42 is retired across Major League Baseball, but that's because he was the first African-American to ever play. Yep. So, I mean, like, he was a great player, but he also changed things. But Gretzky was so good that they you can't even get a 99 ever again. That is crazy. Yeah, he, he made that I, sport. I can't think of any other player for I, any sport ever that when you think of them, think of the sport, you think of that player automatically. Yeah, true. Yeah, because, I mean, like, yes, there's plenty of other great players like Mario Lemieux and, like, now, you know, Ovechkin. I, I would say but, yeah. Jordan's the only one that's comparable. Yeah, um, that's true. And I, I think Jordan Gretzky are there on a, on a pedestal pretty much. Yeah. The other guys you would think of, you maybe think like with boxing, you may think like Muhammad Ali. Um, and so that, uh, Pele? Pele with soccer. Yeah, I can Pele's see that. Pele's pretty, like, I think, because soccer's so international, that Pele is probably like one of the most famous people of all time just because of how yeah. international soccer is. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, I think that's a great, probably. that's a great comparison. Pele is definitely soccer. Yeah. Um, football is hard because it's such a team sport. Football doesn't have that one. Yeah. Like, you can't do really even, like, a top five. Because you, you have, have different some, positions. Yeah. yeah. You really can't. Like Most of the time, it's quarterbacks, though. People like, say, like, um, Joe Montana. I would definitely. say probably say Joe Montana's probably yeah. held up pretty high. Um, Jim Brown. Uh, yeah. Jerry Rice. Yeah. OJ, OJ before he, you know, killed his wife. Yeah. Uh, um, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. So you have. Yeah, team, exactly. But, but football's not as individual as, like. Like, people remember Michael Jordan leading teams to championships. Well, because like, in basketball, you can have one player take make, over a game. Huge impact. And Same now, thing with hockey. hockey. Yeah. yeah. One player can own the entire and game. I, I think that's ultimately why I still... I think I'm still more into, like, those kind of sports versus football. Because football is, like... It's team-oriented, but you just love when, like, one player takes over. Yeah. There's an excitement that's not there when, like... The team, the sheer teamwork of football, makes it to me not as exciting sometimes. It's like yeah. one guy taking there over. There have like, been there it. have been some instances where a fo- uh, a single football player. Well, no, you can't even say that. Like it, it's everything's like two, everything's like two players. On something like a quarterback throwing to the yeah. receiver. Because like you think about like the best moments, like some of the some of the be- best recent moments of Redskins history would be like when it was the Redskins and the Cowboys in Dallas, and Cowboys were up like like thirteen nothing, right? Oh, and this is the Santana Moss. Thing. Yes, and Brunel and and Moss. Let me say, Brunel if, was the worst quarterback I've ever seen, though. If you don't have I hated Mark, Brunel, see, I liked Brunel because I remember when he came up with the Jaguars, and I remember always he rooted could, for he him. Couldn't throw a deep pass though; he threw like all short except passes. for those. He threw two bombs yeah, to like, Santana Moss. The like, times ever. So. Yeah, this where Moss caught two touchdowns back to back, beating the Cowboys essentially single handedly. But again, yeah. without Brunel throwing those passes, they're not getting there. And he's not winning the game. Look, Brunel gets no pass in my head, though, right? The games I had to watch where Brunel was the quarterback were, like, the worst games I've ever seen in my life, Yeah, right? yeah. Like, I just, like, again, no. offense ever. I just thought he was cool because when he came in with the Jaguars, the Jaguars were this new team, and there's this young quarterback who can just, like, he just runs for his life and, like, can throw, like, these bombs. Oh, I have his, no problem yeah. with that, Brunel, but... Redskins when he got to the Redskins, Brunel? yeah, he was a, he was a, a shell of himself. Yeah, he Get definitely was a shell at that point. Um... Yeah, no, I totally agree, though. I love that individual, like, when one player can take yeah. over a game. Um, and the older I get, the more the more I enjoy hockey. Because it used to be football was my favorite sport for a long time. Yeah. Um, I'd say hockey is, has passed. Football football is still, I really like it. Yeah. Baseball is my favorite sport, just in general, though. Just mm-hmm. because I there's something about baseball. You either are like, eh, with baseball, or you absolutely love it. And I grew I, up, like, I think again, I'm my more, grandfather played it. My dad was a big baseball fan, so I'm a big baseball fan. I think fan I'm more too, at... So. It, I think baseball is a so you have to different. There's some sports that are like fun to play, but not as fun to watch. And for me, baseball for me is like fun to play, but not as fun to watch. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I think this for me the pace is too slow. It is. It's a like very hockey, slow game. Nonstop action. Basketball, yeah. nonstop action. Football yeah. for the most part, nonstop action. But baseball is one of those sports though too, where one person can take over a game. Yeah. You know, True. Bryce Harper again, three home runs, five yeah. runs batted in, five of the seven runs they scored. 
on Wednesday's game was because of Bryce Harper. Everything about baseball is that just like going to the game is a totally different experience from watching on TV. It is, yeah. That you have to like really take it in when you go there. We'll so. we'll make it happen, man. We'll we'll definitely make it. Well, happen. I want to go to a hockey game too, and um, those are a lot of fun. It's just playoff tickets are. I don't want to go to Redskins game. I've heard all, all bad things about Redskins games. FedEx Field sucks. It's all yeah. it's horrible. It's a horrible experience. The experience getting there and getting out of yeah. there. Everything I've heard is bad. When I was so. a kid, they played at RFK, and RFK was a ton of fun. Like if you sat down in the lower section. People would start getting into the game. You could feel the bleachers shaking. It was mm. so cool. We need a new stadium. They sure. they totally need a new stadium. Like like you wouldn't believe because FedEx is an abomination. It's an awful place to watch a football game. Yeah. It's just, there's no atmosphere. It's not fun. It's sterile. It's dark. It's dingy. It's like and like and I, and I hate it because I hate the Ravens. But the Ravens have a gorgeous stadium. Yeah. Their stadium is awesome. The Eagles up in Philly like hate the Eagles. They have an awesome stadium too. Yeah. And time. yeah, you know Dallas. Like, has a nice yeah. stadium. Seattle has a nice stadium. I'll give um I'll give Steve you know some props here since he's from Pittsburgh. The Steelers have a gorgeous stadium. Heinz Field is an, is a great place to go see a game, um and it's right there on the water too. So it's a really really good atmosphere. Right. Like Steelers fans are like rabid. Um so I think if the Redskins got a better stadium, the experience would be more fun. You actually might enjoy going to see them, but you got to have the product on the field first. You got to have a yeah. good team, Agreed. and if they can get a good team, then maybe people will actually be interested in rooting for this team. Again, I still think they should change the name. I think you get a lot of goodwill. Not only that, you won't be able to build a stadium in D.C. until they change the name. Because the D.C. Council said on multiple occasions they will not fund a stadium unless they change the name of the football team. Maybe that curse will get lifted, too. Finally. I just, it, I don't see the stubbornness. I don't understand the stubbornness. You know, like, I, the, the only thing that I get is, is, like, people are like, oh, well, oh, it's too politically correct. Our world is too politically correct. Well, you know what? Maybe it should be. Don't you think that... You know, like, the American government and, like, the rest of the world has crapped all over the Native Americans enough that we should do something nice for them for a change instead of just telling them, well, our name's never going to change. American history has not been good for Native Americans. No, it has that, not. Quite honestly. <laughs> going back to the Pocahontas days, it wasn't so No, good. hasn't been so good. Hasn't so, been so good. Yeah. Um, we got just a couple minutes left here. Um, let's go ahead and wrap everything up here. Um, let's see. What have we not addressed, like, in the sports world? I think we talked about it, just about everything sports-wise. Um... We didn't really talk about many uh, many Pacquiao versus uh, Floyd Mayweather. It was, a ter- it was a terribly boring fight. Yeah, but if you are for a casual fan, boxing's just not the same anymore. You just don't get those fights that are like yeah. those big fights that actually end up delivering. So, um, well, think about it though. Like, when was the last time there was a good fight that delivered? I I don't know. I I can't think of one either. Like I I remember back to the the eighties and the nineties when Tyson was just knocking suckers out left and right. Man. And even that wasn't exciting because his fights never lasted very long. And the fights no, that he but, did last long, he bit somebody's ear off. But it was like, exciting because it got to a point where you had bets going like, you know, how long do you think this fight's going to be like? How yeah. quickly will he knock him out? So yeah. you had that thing of like, okay, let's see if you can get him in like 30 seconds. But yeah, now in like the Mayweather fight, like if you'd order a pay-per-view, it was $100 to order. Yeah. You're not getting really $100 worth of action. You're not getting your money's worth, yeah. And that's I think that's where... And you have... And people are now have like gravitating towards UFC and, and I yeah, think, but I think that's why UFC has has gained as much following as it has taken boxing because, fans. I yeah, say. because boxing fans are tired of it. They're yeah. tired of paying that much money for something that doesn't deliver. I agree. Which is essentially the same argument that we have about paying to go see the Redskins. So yeah, see, yeah, see what I, you see what I did there. Yeah, tied absolutely. it all together. <laughs> you pay your hard-earned money. You got to see something good. You got to see something good, and I think this is going to be our, uh, the year. I think we're going to see something good out of the Redskins. In 2015, I think the Caps. I think they're going to show us that they've got some yep. some fight in them. I think this is a different team. It, so I think the Wizards. Same thing. I think this is a different Wizards team. I don't think they're going to crumble. I think even without John Wall, that they're going to they're going to show some fight, and maybe John Wall will come back and and lead them to the promised land and do the Dougie and so. do the well. Yeah, of course he's got to do the Dougie. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the Nats. I think the Nats are going to put it together. I think when we look back on this podcast, in maybe like. I like the end of the year. You know, yeah. come like October, November, December, we're going to be like, man, we were prophetic. We predicted <laughs> we predicted greatness from our teams. So That war, if it goes south, no sour, we won't look back at the podcast at all. We'll yeah, just, exactly. We'll bury it. We'll just pretend like it never, ever happened. <laughs> Burying a time capsule. But on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, guys. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks again for listening. Keep checking the website, uh, www.greatgeekrefuge.com. Uh, we're going to try to get back on this podcast. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to try to do this thing again. Uh, we're going to get Steve involved, um, try to sync up our schedules here. Yep. Um, we did miss you, Steve. Sorry you couldn't be here today. Um, but uh, signing off here uh, for the Great Geek Refuge, the J. 
GGR Pirate Radio. I'm Mike Lunsford. Take a Take it easy, guys. Some other day, memories keep haunting me, help me chase them all.